OTB Sports Rugby. 1-15, to everyone's got a role to play in terms of breaking down the opposition, but it's an enjoyable attack to, to be involved in because we all like to play rugby and get our hands on the ball and stuff like that. Subscribe to the rugby stream on the OTB Sports app now. OTB's Rugby Daily with Deliveroo. Delivering matchday meal deals throughout the Six Nations. Welcome to Thursday's Rugby Daily. My name is Richie McCormack and on the way, Orgy Snyman's monster return has been confirmed and there's a notable departure from the province. Liam Williams could be heading for France as the Welsh financial crisis causes a mass exodus. Don't forget, Rugby Daily is brought to you in partnership with Deliveroo, delivering matchday meal deals throughout the Six Nations. First up, Ireland held an open training session at the Aviva Stadium today. Naturally, it was notable for those who didn't take a full part in the session. James Lowe, Gary Ringrose, Stuart McCloskey and Keen Healy all set out the bulk of the outing. Forwards coach Paul O'Connell, however, allayed fears that the quartet could miss next week's trip to Edinburgh. Gary didn't train today, but uh, from what we... from from what we believe, uh, he's going to be fine. So a few guys were looked after today. James Lowe didn't train, Stuart McCluskey didn't train, Kean Healy and Gary Ringrose didn't train. So um, Gary nearly played last week, um, but pulled out, I think it was Friday morning, with his, with his calf. So, um, and he's, listen, he's very important. I mean, I suppose everyone talks about doing their role and, and doing their role well. Some players are able to do their own role really well and, and help other people do theirs really well as well. I think Gary is one of those guys, you know, he's been in that 13 position for quite some time. It's a real specialist position where you have to get used to seeing the pictures. The more you've trained there, the more you've played there, the more mistakes you've made there, almost the better it is. And, uh, um, he's real quality, particularly uh, I think his attack is excellent, but how he's been defending there has been brilliant for us as well. So uh, he's an important cog in the way, but we've, you know, they, there's a few guys have been knocking around centre for a while. They've, you know, there's always one of them injured and there's always other guys have stepped in and done really well. So that's the way it's been for the last year. Guys, guys have always stepped up and done a good job for us and uh, I've no doubt if if Gary doesn't make it, which he should, uh, the guys will, will step in and do a good job. Lowe, McCloskey and Ringrose are all nursing calf problems while Healy's is a hamstring issue. O'Connell was asked today if there was a reason behind the amount of soft tissue injuries being sustained by Ireland players this campaign. Uh, yeah, we're not sure the answer yet. Um, um, you know, we're trying to figure it out a little bit. There isn't a whole lot of, uh, there isn't a single thread going through a lot of the injuries, I suppose. Um, you know, certainly in terms of how the provinces play and train and in terms of how we've trained historically, there isn't a big change in the load in what we've been doing. Um, and there isn't a change really in the surfaces either in terms of where we've been training. So there isn't, a, there isn't one thread that we've found yet, but it's been frustrating, but it is what it is. And it's actually, you know, it's good for us because it, it, it makes us change. It makes us give people another opportun- uh, an opportunity and it, those players get an opportunity where they're they're the first choice that week. You know they're not being given a chance because, uh, you know we're trying to we're trying to flood people or we're trying to prepare for something in the future. They're the, their first choice that week, and there's a little bit of stress and a little bit of pressure that comes with that. So, um, so it's been excellent for us in that a lot of players have had to step up and deal with that. So. Um, it's not ideal and we're still trying to figure it out but uh, but we're not overly worried about it either. O'Connell was also asked if the constant churn of injuries has actually been beneficial to building squad depth. It's a testament to, to the way Andy looks at looks at things. I mean I remember going back to the 
New Zealand game uh, last autumn, 12 months, when we, we'd, we'd, we'd a threatened COVID outbreak in the camp about 24 hours before the, the, the game started. And I was trying to figure out which hooker to ring that I thought would be able to do the lineouts without ever having drawn a lineout in, in, in any preparation. You know, someone that hadn't been in camp because all our hookers were going to fall down. And I was, I was panicking, but Andy was loving it. Um, so, uh, you know, he, he has a, a real good attitude to, to, to dealing with these issues. And I think the players are fed off that and have enjoyed the belief they get from that. Um, you know, we ask a lot of things of the players in terms of how they prepare, in terms of what they have to deliver in our game plan. And we put pressure on them to do it in training as much as we do in the games. And I think on the back of that, when they do get picked, they're confident. They're, they're very confident. Um, they take away a lot of what we do here and they, they try and put it in their provinces as well. So, you know, like I, I wouldn't pick out any one player, but um, I think it's been seamless for us whenever a player is pulled out, even right up until the last game. I mean, I remember Argentina 12 months ago, we ended up with, with Ty Byrne calling the line-out, who hadn't called the line-outs all week. We lost our two line-out callers in, in, in the game, and uh, I think it was probably one of our best line-out performances. So so those kind of little bits where you find out really how well people have been preparing when they've had to do the work on their own, um, I think that has maybe set an example that other players have followed. So. Whenever guys have fallen down the day before or the week of a test match, guys have been able to step up and do a really good job, and it's um, you know it's a real testament to the environment Andy has created and to the way the players um, pressure each other to to prepare. Next week's game with Scotland will bring Ireland face to face with one of the world's best players in Finn Russell. O'Connell was asked if Ireland have any special plans for the inform racing out half. He's he's an excellent player and. Um, you know, you probably have to accept he might catch you once or twice. Um, that's part and part, part and parcel of the game. I think uh, um, for us, uh, defensively, we've been happy with a lot of the work we've been doing. There's been, for sure, there's been a, a few missed tackles, which is which has frustrated us. But by and large, um, what we've been chasing as a, as a defensive team, we've managed to achieve. Um, and it's about continuing on with that next week and not necessarily focusing on, on any individual players. I think you have to have certain principles in place in terms of how you defend. Um, if you start cramming uh, in a week because one particular player is playing, uh, I think that leaves you in a bad place and, and we won't be doing that. But there's no doubt uh, when we train next week, we'll probably get the opposition out half to, to threaten the line a little bit more. Um, and play a little bit like uh, Finn Russell does but we've got to stick to our principles and, and defend as we've been doing. Away from the Aviva, Orgy Snyman's injury nightmare at Munster is over. 17 months after rupturing his ACL for a second time, he's been named among the replacements for tomorrow night's URC meeting with the Scarlets at Musgrave Park. Graham Rowntree has made three changes to his starting 15 from the team that trounced the Ospreys last week. Patrick Campbell comes in at fullback in a move that sees Shane Daly switch to the wing in place of Simon Zebo. Calvin Nash comes onto the other wing for Liam Coombs. And the only change to the pack sees Dermot Barron replace hooker Nal Scannell. So that Munster team in full has Patrick Campbell at fullback. The wings manned by Calvin Nash and Shane Daly. Antoine Frisch and Malachi Fekatoa continue their centre partnership. Joey Carberry returns from Ireland duty to continue it out half alongside Paddy Patterson at scrum half. 
In the front row, it's Josh Witcherly, Dermot Barron and Roman Salanoa. Jean Klein and Finian Witcherly packed down in the second row. The team is captained from the blind side by Jack O'Donoghue with John Hodnett on the open and Gavin Coombs at number eight. Munster have also confirmed today that Chris Farrell has left the province with immediate effect. They say the former Ireland centre will pursue a playing opportunity away from the province. The Tyrone native joined Munster from Grenoble in 2017 with his return home seeing him earn an Ireland call-up later that year. Farrell stepped away from playing duty in September due to legal proceedings in France investigating an alleged rape to which the 29-year-old was an alleged witness. In December, Farrell had been charged with failure to prevent a crime. It's expected he'll continue his playing career in France. Liam Williams is the latest Wales player linked with a move to France. According to the BBC today, Leon are interested in signing the Cardiff back, who still has a year left on his contract. Cardiff will be keen to move him on. As I told you yesterday on the podcast, they need to drastically reduce their playing budget in line with new financial regulations in Welsh rugby. Williams will be one of Cardiff's top earners and with a year left on his contract, will be earning in excess of the new cap of £278,000 a year. Leon are also believed to be interested in Williams' Cardiff teammate Josh Adams. Cardiff director of rugby, Di Young, revealed today that their squad will be cut to 36 to 38 players next season, compared with their current squad, which numbers in the mid-40s. And finally, All Blacks captain Sam Kane has voiced his frustration at the mess around the head coach's job in New Zealand. Ian Foster confirmed this week he'd be stepping down after the World Cup, with New Zealand rugby determined to appoint a successor within four to six weeks. Foster, in the job since 2019, had wanted to continue but grew more frustrated with NZR's process and decided to remove himself. Speaking to the New Zealand Herald, Kane said, not just the players, but I think everyone might be a little bit over how long it's been playing out publicly with different things here and there. But the fact that the decision's been made, now everyone can move on and know what's happening. Finally, we return to today's open session at the Aviva. Robbie Henshaw took a full part in training and is likely to make his return from injury against Scotland, having missed the first three rounds. The Leinster Centre spoke pitch side with OTB's Ashling O'Reilly today and says Murrayfield will be a tough place from which to take a result. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're not going to lie. It's been a very tough place. to. We've always gone away to... We've always, you know, had really tough battles up there. Um, you know, so we're going to have to be across our work physically we're going to have to front up it's going to be very tough physically the, the Scotland team are going to bring emotion and, and in Murrayfield you know with their home crowd it's, it's a very tough uh, it's like cauldron like atmosphere so I think for us we're going to have to be ready for that emotion that, that physicality and we're going to have to play our game Robbie you've played just six games this season with province and country I suppose how was that going through injury and I suppose rehabilitation and trying to get yourself back fit yeah, it was, it was a good start for me um, and then obviously a bit of a hiccup in the middle and uh, a few weeks out. So yeah, it's, it's great to be back in. Uh, all in all, it's been positive. Um, so yeah, it's, it's exciting to, to be back and hopefully uh, continue uh, now uh, injury-free towards the end of the season. And tell us a little bit about getting the call to come back into the squad. Were you due to play for Leinster this weekend? Uh, there was chats, yeah, we had chats to go into Leinster at the start of the week and then um, see how the, the how Monday went. So I did a pitch session there and then there was a few changes uh, throughout the day and um, then was called in here to, to train. So all in all, it's, it's, it's positive because I've got three really good sessions under my belt for the week um, and then I'll be able to train again on the weekend. So it's, uh, it's looking f- uh, positive for the next few weeks to be back training. I'm sure you're hoping to start next weekend. I suppose you haven't had a lot of game time, but you've a lot of credit and you've a lot of experience with the likes of Gary Ringrose, Johnny Sexton to warrant a starting place against Scotland. 
Yeah, listen, all I can do is, is come, into, come into camp next week and, and see what happens. Um, put my head down, uh, play, train well, please God, and, uh, and see what happens. But, you know, looking uh, from history and, and past experience personally, I think, you know, if, if, if I am called upon, I, I'll be ready. Um, you know, I have, have done it in the past where I've come back from a long-term injury and, and had to step up. So if it happens, it happens. If not, it, it doesn't, you know. Robbie Henshaw there. That's it for today's Rugby Daily. Don't forget to subscribe to the OTB Rugby feed to keep up to date with all of the latest rugby podcasts. My name is Richie McCormack and I'll have more Rugby Daily for you with thanks to Deliveroo tomorrow.